Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is a journey into sound. Much as you try to bury it, the truth is out there. The truth lives right here, Houston. On this day, I Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bijani and Creighton. Happy Tuesday, everybody. It's Sports Radio 610's Area 45. He is Patrick Creighton. I am Sean Bajani, and I am a fat ass. He is Chris Santiago. <laughs> I literally just crushed an entire sleeve of Thin Mints within the last five minutes. Thank you, one, master, one Patrick Creighton. You I appreciate you. like it's you. a bad thing. Hey, I don't care, dude. It, I've got a gut of absolute steel. It doesn't matter. Most people would immediately think, you know what, I'm going to be sick. No, I feel glorious, and you're going to have to do a really good job of keeping me away from that second sleeve of Thin Mints. Abs of steel. <laughs> yeah. Not abs of steel, a gut of steel. Not abs of steel, <laughs> definitely after that sleeve. Holy smokes. Um, gosh, I'm hungry today. Did you hammer those? You hammered them down. You know what it is? It, we hit up, you and I, a Chinese buffet. Yeah, was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. We hit up a Chinese buffet. When I do that, it's immediately that kicks off for like the next few days, like a raging appetite for me. Like I want to eat everything in sight. Chinese buffets, there's something in it where when you eat it, it just eats the inside of you and says, no, nah, you're not full. You can have more. You can have more. You can have more. That's where I'm at right now. So it wasn't the fact that you starved yourself for the previous four days. <laughs> Possibly. But I mean... We had multiple plates. Dude, you at eat the like my dog. My dog will go like three days, won't eat, and then the next three days cannot will eat absolutely anything she can get her face on. And then it's like, all right, I'm good for like three days. I'm not gonna eat, eat a damn thing. Yeah. I mean <laughs> there are multiple reasons why I've been doing this, I guess. Uh time constraints, money restraints, and then uh, well, I I did plan on actually trying to convince you that we should go eat Chinese food after our meeting yesterday. He's, and it he's worked. He's taking his keto fasting, yeah, uh, intermittent level. fasting, the whole next level. So we went to this Chinese buffet, and like you walk in, and it's like, oh, wow, you know, it smells pretty good. You know, usually you walk into the Chinese buffet, and you're like, yeah, it's a Chinese buffet. We walk in, it smells pretty good. Like, all right, what's uh, what's going on here? Food was pretty good. I will say the food was pretty good. Yeah. It was clean. Yep. Clean is important. But then the bill came. 
and and when the bill comes this was hilarious you couldn't this, believe it this is where everything changes in a hurry so they put the bill on the table as i'm you know walking back to the table they come with the bill and they kind of put it i guess Sean was the only one at the table at the time they put it in front of him and i'm like is that just for you and he's like, no, it's for both of us. I'm like, there's no way that's for both of us. <laughs> because the two of us went to the Chinese buffet for lunch. Uh, food and drinks. Well, I'm the only one who got drinks because, you know, Mr. Water over here. Hey. Uh, you know, he's got he's to gotta have, uh, I guess he's got to have the stuff that's approved for Passover. I just, you know, I, to me, if I get a soda or a tea, it fills me up. Then I can't go back for more. 25 bucks. Less than that. Yeah, it was 24. For both of us. Yeah. Total 25 bucks. If your ass would have had a little bit more discipline and not ordered a Coke, you know, that cost 250. Or, f- or four. <laughs> That's why you got it. Was it 250 for one or it's 250 for four? So just, just keep refilling them. Yeah. I mean, it was great. Good value. Good value. Uh, shout out, uh, I don't even know the name of the place. Um, what was it? V something. I think it was V Star. Yeah, there you go. V Star. Shout nice. out V Star on the South Side. Dude, 10 bucks for lunch for the Chinese Buffett? Yeah. Hit yeah, him up. I said Buffett. That's right. I said Buffett. A sick invite. For the sick Buffett? Invite. <laughs> sick invite, y'all. Hey, uh, it was uh, one of those kind of bada bing, bada boom. Hold on, things, hold on, know? hold on. C Sex, what part of town you live in? Uh, down the street, about 15 minutes, uh, Memorial area. All right, so how far would that have been from to being on the other side of the forty, other side of the airport on the forty? That'd have been a cool half hour for you. Yeah, yeah. about thirty, maybe yeah. forty. Yeah, that's why you didn't get an invite. Oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> As if we gotcha. knew, we knew where you were. We knew. For we didn't want to bother you. You lived in Kingwood. <laughs> nah, I used to. Not anymore. Hey, everybody's moving from my hood, man. I'm up there by Kingwood now. I'm I say the only that, everybody's one who lives in what y'all call East San Antonio. Yeah, everybody else yeah. is on the north side of town. I live like so far out in Katy. I'm practically Fulcher. Yeah, anybody and that lives in Katy, I don't know what you call it. Is that what people call it? Like East San Antonio, kind of like Dallas's Southern Oklahoma. So I just called it way the out there. Everybody always tells me I live in East San Antonio, uh, and they want to know when I'm moving to Houston. <laughs> right? <laughs> you move to Houston every single day <laughs> in your hour and a half commute. That should take you probably 20 minutes if everybody get the hell out of the way. In the morning, no joke. It's an hour and a half. Commute. I know. I know. I've I've had to do that before. It's On the way ridiculous. home, it's about 40 minutes. For people that live in Katy, anywhere you work, if you live in Katy and commute to Houston proper, they need to pay you accordingly. Because until they do something to fix transportation... Maybe they need to widen it to like fifty-eight lanes going both ways can, now. Can I, can I just get a a high-speed like tunnel that I can just do a yeah. hundred? A monorail needs to have a bullet train from Katy to downtown Houston that it can maybe spawn off. Yeah, they need to pay people accordingly because uh, those commutes are absolutely insane. I don't. I'm live, sorry for anybody that has to do that to and from. You know, I don't live like Energy Carter, Katy. I don't live like Fry Road, Katy. No, no. I live... You're, like, deep? I live, like, go pet, go down to Bucky's and then go, like, five miles oh, south. Hell, dude, if you got a Bucky's near your well, ass, I got a you Bucky's. Out, you're out That's there. That's far. <laughs> yeah, you're far. If you live next to a Bucky's, you're out there, man. 
You're out there. You're in. I'm not gonna say the sticks, you know but what the sad part about close. it is, I've been to the Buckies in Madisonville, way more Good than, I've, than I've been to the Buckies in Katy. Have you really? That's I got a Buckies that's ten minutes from my house that I never go to, but every time I go up to Dallas, I either stop at Madisonville or I stop at Ennis and I hit one of those two Buckies yeah, every single. time. I guarantee time. you this: if you were if you were not having to leave home at ten o'clock, leave. From work to home at 10 o'clock at night, I'm sure you don't experience much traffic, but if you had to go home at like 5 o'clock, you would probably be stopping at Bucky's like on the daily because you got to get out of the car after an hour and a half, you know, stretch your legs, get you a, get you a brisket sandwich or something. You got to get, you got to keep it moving, man. Get yeah. dinner on the way home. That's what I would be doing, but thank God you between don't have to the, do that. Between the, uh, the barbecue turkey and the chicken Oh, the turkey. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We eating it. We eating it at Bucky's. We damn. I can't believe you live right next to a Bucky's though. I never go out that way ever. Um, well, hey, because you're not going to San Antonio. Apparently, you're yeah. not, not going to watch. The I leave Spurs that way lose. when I go. Uh, when I go to Austin, I usually take uh, ten to seventy one on the way to Austin to go see my uncle and stuff, which I haven't done recently, and um, probably for good reasons because I ultimately do hate that drive. Yeah, as as Dre uh, says on Twitch, I live in BFE. <laughs> yeah, where's that? Like, oh, you? Uh, I thought he was saying he does. No, I, I was live, like, yeah, you do definitely. Live I in live BFE. in BFE. I mean, I thought I did too. Whenever I first moved up to Lake Houston, there was nobody up there, and now it's just exploded. But, um, but you can't live more than five minutes from Lopez. Well, Lopez don't live up there anymore. He lives uh, pretty much downtown now. Uh, but yeah, I was I was like five minutes from Lopez when he was up there. He still got his boat up there, doesn't he? I don't. I mean, I'm sure. I don't know where else we'd keep it. You should um, just, you know, hit him up without asking. You know, need take a picture. Hey, John, love it. I boat need today. to do. I need to do a lot of those things. You know, I just need to find some time, man. I can't. I, I can't find a day on my calendar in which I'm not working. He was it's just crazy. lamenting today that he hasn't been fishing in two weeks. Stop. In two weeks, I call BS on that. For one, dude, when was the last time you went fishing? I think probably last summer. I was gonna say, did it start with a nineteen? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I mean, I go, I go fishing at least once a year, once a year, because my father-in-law, uh, he he likes it. So we'll hit the beach up in summertime, and uh, we'll either fish off of a pier in Bolivar or Galveston, or we're taking a trip somewhere to be on a lake, Lake Travis, Canyon Lake. You know, one of those. I mean, it's all happened over the course of the last, you know. Ten years, we've gone all over the place. But yeah, I mean, I'm not like a fishing guy. I do not crave this. I do not uh, pine for the day that you know I can get my rod and real. I I've had a fishing pole somewhere in my house. I got three in my garage that I've not. I don't know where it is. I haven't used it because when we go, it's generally because I'm being told we're going, not because I've I've been asked and I want to go. Like. Hey, Bajani, you want to go play golf today? Yes, let's go. It's Bajani, we're going to go fishing. Um, you know, make sure you have that day off. And it's like, all right. The last time <laughs> well, I, I went guess. fishing was like two years ago. My son's eagle project was he was installing fishing wire recycling containers. Boy Scout thing? Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, at, it was, this was his eagle project. Was He put in these uh, fishing wire recycling canisters at various parks in Fort Bend County. And this way, you, you just instead of people throwing their line wherever, mm-hmm. you stick it in the recycling thing. And 
we installed those, and we fished. <laughs> nice. There you go. <laughs> Lou, Lou says, y'all went to the seven ninety nine on Monroe. The we were not far from Monroe. We were the like se- down the block yeah, from Monroe. Yeah, what's the seven ninety nine? Oh, the seven ninety nine buffet. buffet yeah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't quite. Well, it was like probably. Like However, 10 bucks, we still. pulled out of the parking lot and boom! I look to my right and there's another Oriental Gourmet right next door. That might what? be the yeah. Oh. You didn't see it? No. Yeah, that's probably the seven ninety nine he was talking about. Damn. <laughs> we got to hit that one up. Seven ninety nine. I know damn straight there is no I don't care ten dollar or less buffet up by my house. I don't care how bad the food is. Seven ninety nine. It's worth a shot, right? Getting everything I can. <laughs> it's worth the shot. You might be making an early deposit afterwards. I've been but... paying the rent two or three times. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I can tell you the the uh, buffet. I don't even have like a Chinese buffet by me. I have a sushi buffet by me. Of course you do. All you uppity folks. Thirty and, bucks, uh, Katie. It's thirty bucks. And it's all the all you can eat sushi. Thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. All you can eat sushi. Yeah. Maybe nowadays that's could be looked upon as a good deal. I was just talking to a good friend of mine yesterday. I told her where I was at, and she was like, man, we need to hit this uh, sushi place up in Pasadena that we go. We used to go to all the time, Little Tokyo. And I remember back in the day, we would go after a workout, me and my buddy, and we would literally have competitions. Like, how many pieces of sushi can we eat? Because it was so cheap. I mean, you can get like the little uh, tuna or the salmon nigiri for 75 cents, 65 cents, something like that a piece. Now you can't get it for less than a buck 50, buck 75. It's ridiculous. So we'd get out of there for, you know, both of us less than 40 bucks easy. And we could consume, you know, 20 some odd pieces of sushi. Yeah, no, if I'm left to my own devices, uh, I can order like three rolls. That'd be 50 bucks there. Yeah. Three rolls, 50 bucks. Yeah, easy. It's like if, if you go to a place where it's good sushi and it's not just... Like a bowl of rice with like one little piece of vegetable and one like microscopic <laughs> piece of fish. Yeah. If you go and it's like you know like a real roll and it's stacked and there's only a little bit of rice on the outside, man, you can go to town and wail on. Oh, uh, I know, man. Uh, raw sushi is one of my favorite spots, and I I get in massive trouble when I go there because um, yeah, I can rack it up. You know, you say three rolls, man. I be I get three rolls and then an, another couple of. Uh, Deals in nigiri, salmon, tuna. I mean, I, I can destroy See, some sushi. See, this is the problem. You know, we come That's on like at crawfish seven... to me. It doesn't fill you up. You just, you just pay money. We come on at 7 o'clock. We're friggin' hungry. And the first thing we're doing is talking about food. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Anybody out there uh, on their way home to eat dinner? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Anybody, like, anywhere near the station want to hook us up with some food? We're happy to... Happy to take you up on Oh, that. I was going to say, or they could just hit you up and get some Girl Scout cookies and keep a sleeve of Thin Mints in the car for just in case. <laughs> you know, that'd take care of you <laughs> if you're ever hungry in the car, stuck in traffic. Uh, let's get it going, man. 713-572-4610, You want to be a part of the show? Uh, we appreciate you. If you are and have been, get in tonight. You can call or text. You can hit us up on Twitch and YouTube uh, watch us that way. You can also hit us up on Twitter at P Creighton number one at Sean Bajani for myself. So I guess it's tis the season for uh, this type of activity on social media. We need to monitor this. Um, not only has Titus Howard, you know, made a significant change to his Twitter bio this week, uh, changing it to right tackle only. Only. Yeah. But I saw this earlier today. Uh, top Texan fan. Free agent target, one Saquon Barkley, 
uh, just followed a few Texans on Instagram, including uh, an Astro by the name of Alex Bregman. Heard of him. Yeah. So he followed C.J. Stroud, Nico Collins, and Tank Dell. Barkley, by the way, also decided to pick up SportsCenter, ESPN, and the NFL <laughs> accounts today just throwing on cover. IG. I was laughing my ass off because I started going down this wormhole. I was looking at Saquon Barkley. I was looking at Josh Jacobs. I was looking at Mike Evans. All of them. Like, very recently, if it was today, yesterday, sometime within the last few days, or at least this offseason, they all started following the NFL. <laughs> like, they've not followed the NFL ever. <laughs> they just picked him up. I Saquon, thought that was funny. As somebody who also left the New York City area to come to Houston, I'm going to tell you, you're going to like it down here a whole lot better. <laughs> yeah. You know all that cold crap that goes on up there? Preach, baby. Come on. All right. Winter down here lasts about 10 days. Where y'all just got this year, if six that. inches of snow. Like, oh, hi, how you doing? Here's a, here's a dump of snow. Here's 20. No. We have winter for maybe 10 days. And that's it. It was 77 degrees today here in Houston, Saquon. It was probably 40 degrees warmer than it was up there in, uh, in the Dirty Jersey, so. Hey, keep going, baby. Keep going. Come on down. Hey, anybody and everybody, uh, you know, that's uh, playing anywhere. H-Town's nice, man. It's springtime already. I don't care what you say. It's springtime. Even if we get like a a deep freeze, like in the next week and a half or so after it's a high of 85 at some point next week, I imagine, it's still springtime. <laughs> Nothing in Houston smells like Elizabeth, New Jersey. So you never have to deal with that. The idea that you might, you know, well, blow know. green at night. Just uh, or that you walk, stay on the west you, side as you drive through, and you're like, "Oh my god, it smells like a landfill." You know why? Because it is a landfill. <laughs> I mean, you've got Staten Island, which is in New York, which is in, literally the uh, the whole island is like a landfill. I was going to say, which is a landfill, yeah. And, and then you've got you know that area there, uh, Elizabeth, New Jersey, where all the refineries are. But their refineries are different than the refineries here. So when you go past the refineries here. They don't smell the same as they do in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Uh. It smells like a landfill. I don't know why. I don't know what it is. <laughs> but for some reason, and you knew this as a kid, you know, going down the Jersey Turnpike, mm-hmm. uh, every time like, you're going on your way to like Great Adventure or anything like that, you knew when you hit Elizabeth, New Jersey, because all of a sudden, like, oh, what is that smell? No, yeah, you didn't hit it. It hit you. Yeah. <laughs> so leave all that behind. Leave the traffic behind. Leave the taxes behind. Leave the dirty jurors and the swamp behind. Come on down here to Houston. You know, one of the greatest cities in America, one of the most modern cities in America, and leave all that nastiness behind. I you're agree. Be a much happier person for it. You know, as you're propositioning these uh, top uh, flight free agents like Saquon, maybe Josh Jacobs or Mike Evans or whoever the heck you uh, desire out there, um, I think we need to start reading the tea leaves a little bit and having a serious conversation about some of these guys. We're going to do that next. And I also... Oh, wait, before I forget, uh-huh. that $3 million house that, uh, you know, you got up there in New York, you can build the same house twice as big Oh yeah, for $2 million bucks. Oh yeah, Right down here. Brand new. Whole thing. Come on down. Oh, yeah. You don't even need to build it. Just look at River Oaks. Whatever you need, they got over there, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, I was going to say this. I feel like we're neglecting an entire side of the ball. We've spent a lot of time talking about offensive free agents and things like that. Uh, we're going to look at a little uh, um, uh, some of the defensive side 
uh, of the ball and discuss maybe the Texans' uh, needs there. We'll do that next. It's coming up on Area 45, Sports Radio 610. Defense. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bishani and Creighton. So I think we need to start reading the tea leaves a little bit, Patrick. Uh, you know, I, it's now on the daily. I get email after email after email from these uh, sport books that continue to entice me about these top-flight free agents um, that might be coming to Houston. Talked about guys like Mike Evans. What did I say? Uh, bookies.com about a week and a half ago had the uh, Texans as the favorite to land the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneer free agent at plus 300. Tampa Bay was second with plus 325. Hey, when we're reading tea leaves, are we talking about using the Magic 8-Ball? Or do we need to make a phone call to Miss Chloe? We can make a phone call to Miss Chloe. Yeah. Or, we, you know, uh, maybe you could be Miss Chloe. You know, maybe we can have some fun with that. Just uh, kind of close your eyes, meditate a little bit. All right. Get in, the, get in the zone. And you tell me if you feel like the Texans do have as good a shot as bookies.com says they do of getting Raiders free agent running back Josh Jacobs. I'm, I'm getting some vibes. You getting vibes? I'm getting some vibes here. What's it say? What are you I'm feeling? I'm getting some vibes here. What are you feeling? I'm trying to... Let me let me pause all these things. What? what? I got to pause it. I got to pause it. I got I to separate. I got to pause it. You got to parse it? Mike, Mike Evans. Is that what he said? Mike Evans. Mike Evans and the Texans. My, my Mike Evans and the Texans. Come on, give it to me, Miss Chloe. Is it is it coming? Is it coming through? I feel I feel some Come I feel on! some energy. I see I see some positive colors. Come on! And give it to me. I can't I can't maintain it. <laughs> 
damn you. I can't maintain Chris, it. what's he doing? Come on. I, I, I can't see it for certain. But? But but there's definitely some strong vibes and some strong spiritual connections that are going to help make that come. It, it It's very possible that that going to come to fruition. Oh, my goodness gracious. It took forever. It's a possibility? Well, that's the best you could do, my friend. You all paying me three ninety nine per minute. <laughs> yeah, that's why you draw it out. Thanks, Miss Chloe. All right, dial tone. Mike Evans plus three hundred. Josh Jacobs plus five hundred. Saquon Barkley, man, Saquon Barkley. According to DraftKings Sportbook, the Texans are second favorites to land the free agent running back. At plus two seventy five, just behind the incumbent New York Giants, which are uh, the favorite at minus one fifty. So you got all these things going. I like this. This is the first in a long time coming. What all of this has been saying to me over the course of the last couple of weeks, and I've been getting these emails and seeing all this information, getting me excited about these possibilities of the Texans spending money and getting significantly better at these positions, is it's about damn time. Because the last three-plus years before this past season, it's just another testament as to far how far the Texans have come. We weren't talking about this. There was no need to talk about this. It was head coaching search and, you know, the whole thing. It was just disastrous. You knew what was going to happen before it happened. There was no direction, at least even remotely pointing upwards. It was all down. I mean, this, this fan base was living in absolute football hell. Even Miss Chloe could not find any kind of positive light. No. Prior to this season. No. And people, I know they searched her out for it, too. I mean, they were that desperate, I would imagine. I was almost there. I threw my hands up. I gave up. But now, I mean, we're talking about so much change significantly in such a short amount of time. We're talking about guys like Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Mike Evans. I mean, some some massive, massive improvements at key positions potentially for the Texans. You're in those conversations. I mean, these football analysts, these sport books, they are talking about the Texans as a legitimate destination. Well, ESPN uh, came out today or was it today or yesterday? I know it was recently with their top 50 free agents um, and the best fits for those individuals. Well, there's a couple of Texan-related players that made their way onto the list. One, you're going to lose, according to ESPN, and one significant player you will gain. What if I told you that one of those players that you're going to lose is one Jonathan Grenard? How would you feel? 713 Is that a realistic possibility? I think absolutely it is. He might be a candidate for a franchise tag. He might be a candidate for a multi-year extension that's going to pay him, you know, top 10, maybe top eight money. Who knows at the position what kind of work his agent can do within this market. But Jonathan Grenard, according to ESPN, slated to go to the Chicago Bears as the best fit there. I don't see it. Now, I'm not saying I don't see that he could go somewhere else. I just don't see him going to the Bears. 
for a guy who spent his entire career on a rebuilding franchise, mm-hmm. one that at times looked like it had no idea what the hell it's doing. Mm-hmm. Now that they've finally gotten their bleep together and they've got the right coach and the right quarterback, and you know, they win 10 games, they win the division, they win a playoff game, they're finally seeing the fruits of the misery. Why the hell would you go back to the bottom? When you start at the bottom and you climb your way back up, when you are like two steps from the top, you don't say, nah, screw it, kick me down the stairs. Yeah. Why would you go back to, hey, you know, we're going to win like four games. Uh, we're probably going to have rookie quarterback and uh, again. And, I mean, you are the head coach and the GM on the hot seat. All the, I mean, if Ryan Poles on the super hot seat at this point as a GM of the Bears. But all intent, for everything, if if we're, quote, you know, asking the Magic 8-Ball, are the Bears going to take Caleb Williams, the number one overall pick? It says very likely. So if that's the case, Justin Fields is getting traded. What's Justin Fields getting? A third? Third round pick? Yeah, probably. You know, third and a fourth maybe. Uh, So the Bears, who have been just bloody freaking awful, are going to start over again. If you're John Grenard, do you really want to start over again? Again, and I don't think the answer to that question is yes. I think the answer to the question is hell freaking no. Yeah. So once you've had the taste of winning, you don't want to go back to losing. All right. I can tell you as someone who, you know, had the taste of winning and then had to deal with losing for a long time that I don't ever want to go back to that misery. No. Hell no. Feels good to be back on the winning team. Mm-hmm. So when you're on the winning team, you want to stay there, right? When you're on and you've seen how how far you've come in such a short amount of time, and the promise that your team has because of the head coach, because of the quarterback. I mean, those are two of the things that you know are going to be a constant for the foreseeable future. I mean, nothing lasts forever, but that is a solid foundation. And then the other guy that you're playing alongside of or on the opposite side of, rather, and Will Anderson. I mean, there's pieces there. It's hard to win in the NFL. It is just so hard. And for a player like Jonathan Grenard... That's a drop, by the way. (laughs) Why? You got that drop already from guys like Bill O'Brien. You don't need one from me. It was. It's just so hard. <laughs> That's a drop. Thanks, <laughs> dirty-minded bastard. What are you uh, talking about? <laughs> I mean, seriously, how hard is it? How difficult is it to get a player like Jonathan Grenard, who's in the position that he is in, to see that you know what? If you've got to take a little less to being on a perennial contender, something that you can actually see, feel, and touch, right? You you could potentially be going to Chicago. I mean, you don't know what the quarterback situation is up there. You don't know what the front office dynamic is like up there. You don't know if that's the coach that's going to be there for the foreseeable future. You have so much doubt, and in a new city, in a new division, I mean, everything is completely different why would you give that up? If there's one guy that is, and he's the biggest name of the bunch, Jonathan Grenard for the Texans this offseason, if there's one guy, he might be the biggest name. He might maybe even make you doubt the most. To me, that's the one guy that should not 
be in question to go anywhere. The Texans cannot be afraid to trust their gut and trust what they saw this past season. Trust what they've seen the last three years. If healthy, the guy's a really effective player. You can't be afraid to pull the trigger and make him a Texan for a long time. And for a guy who's had a lot of inconsistency in his career, if you're John Grenard and you just had the best season of your career playing in D'Amico Ryan's defense, why do you want to, hey, you know what? Let me embark into the unknown. Because it's more money. Because you get your bag. Because it's you not only get enough more money. You only get that opportunity sometimes once in a guy's career. And we see people do it all the time. If if you're telling me I can get five mil a year more to go to uh, go to Chicago, okay, fine. If it's like a mil, it ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. I mean, it's all about the guaranteed money and the commitment and years for these players. Um, I mean, that that seems to be. The common denominator. Just look at Laramie Tunsil the last couple of years, right? Because it was a couple of years ago, Tunsil breaks his hand. He's like, you know what? This team sucks. I am not, I'm not even coming back. Just, I'm just going to stay here on IR, pay me. I am not going to put my health, my body on the line for this absolute pile of trash y'all are throwing out there. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. The dude's out there playing on one leg because he's got a stud quarterback. Yeah. It's, it's a lot more fun to play for a team that you believe in, that you want to be a part of, than, hey, man, I'm playing out the string for a couple of bucks. Sure, and you know who else did that? Jonathan Grenard. He finished out this season playing banged up, you know, not at 100% capacity, but doing everything he possibly could to give his team the best chance to win a football game. You think DeAndre Hopkins would have rather been playing in Houston last year than Tennessee? 100%. 100%. 713-572-4610. You want to weigh in on the conversation. Uh, we'll keep it rolling with the Texans. And I got a question. <laughs> I don't think you need too much time to think about, but maybe you do. This guy apparently did. Could the Texans have the best quarterback in the state of Texas? We'll let you hear who thinks that is the case. Next, it's Sports Radio 610. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law after the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. 
Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bishani and Creighton. All this talk about high-priced offensive free agents, I feel like we become a little sidetracked at times with that side of the ball. I don't think you can forget about one of the last things that Texans head coach D'Amico Ryans left us with at the conclusion of their season following the uh, loss to the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Here's what he had to say in his final availability to the media after that loss, where this team needs to improve the most. The front, again, is everything for me, and we'll invest a ton of resources into the front. If you want to play good defense, right, your front has to be elite. And that's why I envision us playing elite defensive football. We we have to get better there. And to get better, you have to invest the resources there up front. So that's what we'll do. That's where we're, our focus is heading into the offseason is to make sure our front right, gives us an opportunity to win some games. And I don't think he's talking about just the guys that stick their hands in the ground. I think he's talking about that front seven. I think it's interior it's pass rush it's linebacker I think that was the focus and look to be honest with you we know the Texans have holes um, as they enter into free agency the new league year begins March 11th you're you've got Blake Cashman and Denzel Perryman as uh, free agents you've got Sheldon Rankins as a free agent you've got Jerry Hughes uh, and Jonathan Grenard uh, I think I'm even Derek Barnett is a free agent you need help And you saw how valuable all of those guys at those particular positions were for the Texans this season, PC. To me, if you're looking to improve the front, that still says the same thing in terms of a guy like Jonathan Gennard, whom we're talking about. It doesn't necessarily mean you need to go out and find new guys. It might just mean that, you know what, you need to do everything in your power to retain the guys that you have. And I think Jonathan Gennard probably leads that list. I think he's the first candidate on that list for the Texans and D'Amico Ryans. If, if you said to me, give me the one Texan that you would consider putting the franchise tag on, it's John Bernard. And, and that is not, that didn't take, you know, three seconds to figure out. It's John Bernard. You know your head coach, as you just heard there, hey, we need to be better up front. Well, you can't get better when you're taking the guy who's arguably your best defensive lineman and saying, you know, uh, wishing you the best in your future endeavors. You need to, what they actually, what they really need to do is bring back John Grenard and then add another edge rusher. What they need to do is is bring back a Sheldon Rankins and then add another interior defensive lineman. You, you need to have enough guys, quality guys, that you can rotate through so that your guys don't gas in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watched... The New York Giants get two of the biggest upset wins in Super Bowl history because they could rotate guys on their defensive line so that in the fourth quarter they could get pressure on Tom Brady with four and the Patriots' offensive line couldn't stop them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whole reason why they won, they got pressure on Brady without having to blitz. The games that you saw the Texans lose this year usually involved teams getting pressure on CJ without having to blitz. Yeah. When they could get through with just their regular front four, that caused all kinds of problems Mm -hmm. for the Houston Texans. Unlike previous years where teams would line up in overload blitzes 
And as soon as there was an overload, you knew sack, fumble, pick, some disaster was going to happen. CJ took that out of the equation. You overload, he's going to go right over your head and hit the receiver behind you. And it didn't miss. Right. He did a great job. Him and Bobby Sloak did a great job of adjusting. They need more guys that they can keep in a rotation who can be effective throughout the game at both edge and interior sure. defensive And you line. felt good about that situation for the Texans defensively, uh, especially late in the season when you got that kind of production out of guys like Derek Barnett, um, out of Khalil Davis, what Jonathan Grenard and Will Anderson were doing, obviously before you know they experienced the, the leg issues, but that, was, that they were humming, man. I mean, they had the ability to keep guys fresh. So I feel like, to me, of all their pending free agents, in-house guys to bring back. John Grenard should be number one on the list. Yeah. I mean, if you have to franchise tag him, you franchise tag him. The deadline to do that is March 5th. Free agency doesn't start until March 11th. It doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to play the entirety of the season on a franchise tag. That just kind of gives you a window. You could still negotiate a long-term deal with Jonathan Grenard. I mean, he's not going to like the franchise tag, but... If the Texans know that they want to keep him here, at least that extends that window of opportunity to do that with Jonathan Grenard, whether he likes it or not, playing the season under the franchise tag or another deal, because he didn't have to make a deal. Seven Tell you what, I don't want to mm-hmm. franchise tag him. I don't either. Do you know what the franchise tag number is for uh, a defensive end? I'd probably guess around 18. Keep going. Is it past 20? 20. Over just a little over $20 million. Okay. So if you're John Grenard and you're getting the franchise tag, uh, damn, I'm making a lot of money. Yeah. But yeah, I, ideally, I'd rather see. But there's not the commitment there. You know, three <laughs> years, yeah. 12 million, 12, 13 million. I th- see, I think that's low. 15 million. I just, you know, I, one year at 20 million puts him in a stratosphere where if you actually play him out on that, yeah. you're definitely not going to reset. Yeah, it's somewhere to me, the sweet spot for the Texans, probably not for Jonathan, but the sweet spot for the Texans would be in the neighborhood of, you know, 15 to 18 million, something like say that. Say he's 3 and 45, 3 and 48. Yeah, I go 350, you know, and it's, it's about the guaranteed money, uh, ultimately. And th- those are the numbers that you're going to have to look at in retrospect to the deals that have been done over the course of the last couple of years and what the market says is appropriate for a guy of his production. Seven one three five seven two four six ten. Let's get out to Andre who's joining us on Area 45. What's up, Andre? How you doing, my man? I'm good. How you doing, fellas? Great. Appreciate you listening. Thank you, man. Yeah, hey, I just wanted to weigh in. I totally agree that Jonathan Grenard should be the number one person that they try to sign or re-sign. Um... I've gotten, you know, when when the season ended, I was licking my chops at the idea of Mike Evans or someone like that. But with the amount of money they're saying that he's going to get around $30 million a year, I don't know if we need to put that much in the wide receiver with the wide receivers we already have. And then with that money there, how do we re-sign Nico? So I do think they really need to focus on the trenches more than, you know, these flashy guys yeah, it looks great on paper, and it would help the offense, but our offense was pretty solid all year, honestly, especially before we lost Tank. Sure, and considering you know what you were able to accomplish with CJ in his first year, Bobby in his first year as coordinator and play caller, as bad as we felt about that receiver core, 
I mean, at one point in time, we talked about it last night. And thanks for the phone call, man. I appreciate you listening again. We talked about it last night, PC. At one point in time, around week seven or eight, you had Nico Collins, Tank Dell, and (laughs) Dalton Schultz all trending as potential thousand-yard receivers on this team. And it obviously didn't work out like that. You know, Nico had to deal with the injury or two. Tank was lost for the season. Um, Dalton wasn't made available consistently week in and week out in the past game. Sometimes he wasn't even uh, a part of the game plan, it seemed, because he had to stay in and block. You know, his responsibilities changed. And you saw later in the season, they they were able to work different guys in to not just pick up what Tank, uh, you know, the absence that he'd left, but you also had to pick up guys like Robert Woods, who fell off the face of the earth. You had to pick up guys like Noah Brown, who fell off the face of the earth, either because of lack of production or because of injury. They were able to piece this thing together with, in large part, a receiver cord that you had just Nico Collins as the dude consistently week in and week out, along with Dalton Schultz at times, but Xavier Hutchinson and John Mechie. And even then, aside from the little gadget play here or there, I'm thinking if you're going to go spend some serious money, you do it on Jonathan Grenard, you explore linebacker, and you spend at the running back position because it should not cost you a ton of money. You should be able to get a guy like Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler, one of those guys or somebody like that for not a lot of money at that position because we know what that market's been doing in recent years. And you draft a wide receiver. You go out and you get... uh you know, a more productive, more reliable Noah Brown type. So let's, you know, a little, little this or that here, right? You can, let's say you can, here's how you could do it free agency, right? You can bring back Dalton Schultz and you could sign Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. but you can't sign a high-end wide receiver. Mm-hmm. You have to go something mid-tier or draft. Or... You want to sign Dalton Schultz, sign the big-time wide receiver, but then you can't get a high-end running back. You got to get, like, another – you got to bring back Devin Singletary, draft a guy type thing. Which one of those is more appealing to you? Would you rather have Saquon First one, yeah. and the tight end or would you rather have Mike Evans and the tight end? I'd rather have Saquon and the tight end, to be honest with you, because if if we're looking – just don't overthink it. Look at what you just saw this past year again with this receiver core that you thought was absolutely going to stink and see what they accomplished with a really good quarterback. The one thing that was really lacking offensively was running back. Dalton Schultz proved to you that he is who he has been. The last couple of years in Dallas is pretty much exactly what he was here with the Houston Texans. In fact, slightly a little bit better really as a pass catcher within this scheme in terms of yards per receptions and yards after contact. Um, And look, there's a synergy between him and CJ that maybe could never have existed between him and Dak Prescott. As redonkulous as some of the numbers that Dak has put up in Dallas, uh, you know, during his eight, eight, nine year NFL career, Maybe that's something that just could not have possibly existed with that with Dak in that system, but can here at this point in time with Dalton Schultz and C.J. Stroud. I think you have to seriously consider that. Um, he was durable. He was reliable. Um, and you need 
a real deal, legit running back, an absolute threat, a game, a game changing running back. And Saquon Barkley could be that for you. He's not the only one. I mean, I don't, I don't even want to get in the have these conversations of where we're 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 crapping on guys like Austin Eckler or Josh Jacobs. You know, these are all guys, unlike Derrick Henry, that are sub thirty. That yeah, they have a little tread on their tires, um, but they've been reliable and consistent. Um, there's not one running back out there that hadn't had a health issue. I don't want to hear people like crap on these guys as options. Like, oh no, we couldn't do Austin Eckler. I'm sorry, is Austin Eckler a better option than running it back with uh, Motor and Damian Pierce and Darian Gumbawale? Yes. Is Josh Jacobs? Yes. Is uh, 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 is who, who are we talking Johansson about? Saquon Barkley? A yes. Better option than Roseanne Barr. Yes, I every mean, day. This is literally the, the conversation we're having. And you don't here. even have to go generationally or by decade. Roseanne Barr has always been Roseanne Barr. <laughs> and there's never been a good version, okay? And that's just kind of where I feel like we are in, in this conversation. 713-572-4610 if you want to be a part of it. 572-4610. I didn't get to actually what I wanted to get to. We'll, we'll, we'll couch that and we'll let you know um, whether or not uh, the next highest paid quarterback may be a little bit closer to Houston than Dallas. I'll put it that way. We'll get to that a little bit later on. But I wanted to switch gears as we roll into the 8 o'clock hour and ask you a question. Are you, the Texan fan, ready to accept what Astro fans have already been enduring for years? I'll explain next at Sports Radio 610. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.